interrogation of a hip-hop album where we take some of the culture's most beloved hip-hop albums put them on the stand see if they stood the test of time now let's see who we got on the stand today welcome to another episode of rap in order i'm first class reg i'm sorry mb we have a very special guest with us today he's already laughing here straight out of queens he's excited you know what i'm saying that's like two weeks in a row we had some queens representation at this table yeah that's crazy yeah. um but mo is here Hey guys, and he's joining us today to um to talk about Cruel Summer. Cruel Summer is a 2012 album compilation album from Good Music. Um, Good Music, uh, you know we know Kanye West, Common, Big Sean, all those big names that that came into Tiana the fold. Taylor. Tiana Taylor, of course, can't forget Tiana Taylor. Um, Saha, you know John Legend. Um, and this album came out after some delays. I think it was originally supposed to drop in August of that year. It didn't drop until that's smacking the yeah, going into winter, but they kept the name of Cruel Summer. Um, but of course it was led by Click. Click came out, um, which was well received. I remember when that dropped. That was like around Fashion Week that year. Um, yeah, Jay-Z, produced by Hip Boy. How do we feel about this album or or the lead into it? I know I said that it has several delays, but like did that affect how you listen to it? We'll, we'll start with you. First of how are you, Rich? I'm doing good. I'm good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Good? You had a yeah, good week? Yeah. I had a good week. To the point. Yeah. I did. I did. I was I'm I'm excited to get to this album, but I'm doing good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You so watch anything lately? It's a busy week. Um, so I've been really into going to the movies and watching older movies. Yeah, I, I listed yeah. the the week when y'all went to go see Enter the Dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Enter the Dragon was fire to see on screen because obviously, you know, I wasn't even born when it was out in the movies. And then mo most recently, um, Dark Knight Rises went to theaters for Batman Day. Okay. That was fire. Yeah, that was fire to see. Did you beat up a criminal? No, but I should have. I should have just to keep that going. Could it be somebody else for smoking pot? Keep that energy, you know. Mm -hmm. Twist somebody's arm, break somebody back. You seen that that tweet with that guy was like, "I want to live in Gotham." That he wants to, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then like everybody just was retweeting like, oh, saying, bro. Crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. don't think you, wanna nah, live you don't want to live there. Yeah, no, I'm not okay. trying to live in so Gotham, you, bro. So you enjoyed it? Um, yeah. Did you see the MTV Awards last week? Yes, I saw the MTV Awards. Um, I saw most of it at least. I fell asleep like around eleven. It was a weird day for the for awards to come on. It was Tuesday. What was the highlight for you? It was NSYNC, wasn't it? Nah, because they didn't perform. Oh, I thought they like just, you were just, just hype. Like I a, thought you were just hype. Like, oh my god, like they're gonna do it. Nah, nah, nah. Um, but I knew. I did. I actually did. I actually did a little research before I watched it, mm -hmm. and I knew that they wasn't performing. So I was like, eh. okay, okay. I didn't even know that TV music award was like. I oh, forgot that it was coming on. Like, but I remember leaving work and someone was like, "Yo, the MTV awards gonna be on tonight." And I was like, mm -hmm. I was like, I thought it was like in August. Like, yeah, I think they need to rebrand, man, because these award shows are not about music videos. Like, the VMA started because of music videos to to award and to give flowers to music videos. 
but now if you pay attention to like the um the categories and what they're called, it used to be best pop video. Now it's just best pop. <laughs> Yeah, I think weird. I think they have to figure that out. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna get back to it. I don't know why they they should just have the reality TV show or whatever they should have. But that's what they play on their on their network now. Right. I mean, also people don't consume music videos like the way they used to. Yeah, right. MTV used to do like the the full episode of like music video. You see yeah. like them like setting up the <laughs> video, like them doing different takes. Mm-hmm. All that's gone. Now. Oh yeah, you, World you had premiere. access granite. You yeah. had um, making a video. World premiere. Yeah, man. We had different premiere. programs to cater to all of that stuff. But yeah, it's not that the same cool. anymore. Nas dropped another project. Yes. Oh how, how we feel? I, I'm still on like KD2. Like everybody. You like KD2? I'm still listening to it. Like I gotta like, I consume music different from like the casual person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people are like giving it praise and saying, you know, he went six for six. Everybody wants to ignore Nasir. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you said KD2 and I was thinking Magic 2. Okay. Yeah, KD two is good. But yeah, I I think that Nas has been like on like a really like dope run, especially mm-hmm. like I like we've already talked about it before, like him being at the age that he's at right now, and hip hop is like unheard of putting out this much music at this age. Like mm-hmm. you know, we we catch some older rappers putting out projects at this age, mm-hmm. but like. Nobody hears it. Oh, you just be like, holy shit. Like, KRS, one put out an album? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It's not something that, like, you regularly see. Like, Nas has, since 2018, he's been he's been steadily putting out music, and it's good quality music. And I'm actually, like, really, like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if the word is proud. I think it is. Like, just of Nas just being so resilient in, like, his career and, like, setting the tone of, like, what, you know, what, uh, a rapper like what rappers do now for like the right he's basically reset the status quo Absolutely. and I hope I hope that some other rappers are able to follow in his footsteps and do the same with their careers mm-hmm. I don't think so though because I think a lot of rappers now are like aimed toward like they're purposely aimed towards being younger. like Lil Uzi's not going to be able to age in hip hop Lil Yachty's not going to be able to age in hip hop because they because they preface on being young Yes, but those are also those, so those are interesting examples only because I actually see them being able to rebrand because even the album that Yachty just put out this past like the few months ago, yeah, which I love, I would have never saw him put out an album like that. So he's gonna be able to. Age That's true, but well, I mean, he's not. A, I'm talking about rapping. Yeah, but I'm already don't look at him. Yeah, all right, cool. But I'm just saying. Like, I, so I, I'm not. What I stand. About, okay, so what I stand, about, what I don't, about like ba- what about baby? Little baby. baby? Nah, I don't think that's. Do you do you see that for him? Because I think that's more of a fitting example because he's a rapper. Okay, cool. Like somebody like Lil Baby, I don't, I don't think that he's going to be inspired to rap at a, at an older age. I really, I don't think so. Like, because he's not a rapper <clears throat> at heart. Like he rapped because they said he should rap, and then he just got he was really good at it. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that he's he's. I don't think that he cares to be like an MC. Like most rappers, like don't like. They don't yeah. have a desire. A lot yeah. of rappers well, think, today don't have the desire to like actually make music. It's like mm-hmm. they just do it just because like Torian says, like other people tell like, yo, bro. Like, you know, it's like, you know, like how like sometimes somebody, a tall kid would be in a park and like they just dunk it, like, yo, bro, yeah. you should just start playing basketball. But that realistically, that person probably might just want to be an electrician and now like you force them to play basketball. Yeah, right? yeah. It happens like that. Right. Um, um 
I don't know why. It's something. weird. I don't know. I think it happens. Yeah. I think um Drake and and Kendrick would be ones that kind of they they they're, they're, they're yeah. elder statesmen. Though. Yeah. yeah no, but I'm just saying like no, Regis. What I'm saying is is that like the generation that came after Cole Kendrick. Big Sean, Wale, like you know what I'm saying? Like they 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 won't be able to age in music in my opinion. I, and I'll die on that hill. They also don't want to. Like they've been very adamant, like, yo, I'm not gonna be fifty years old making music. I'm gonna be doing I mean, yeah, music. Game said that he's still putting out albums, so we'll <laughs> see. But um Diddy dropped an amazing R and B album. Yeah. Shout out to love. So yeah. that's all yeah, shout out to love. The love album off the bridge. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah, yeah. Um at first I didn't know how I would feel about it being such a long album, but it's tied together so well, it's sequenced so well. Um and I apologize, Diddy, for even questioning that. That's crazy I would, you doubt I, it, Sean. I, I no, I only questioned the length of the album. I didn't question whether or not I would enjoy it. You doubt it, Sean. His batting average his 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 batting average is is superior. Like he he's he's been killing it for over thirty years. What did I say? Like what's Diddy, Puff Daddy, love mm-hmm. you. Like once he's like into like music, like he's very like yeah, into it. Like he he's is. very passionate about mm-hmm. it. But you know, I've yet to see like listen to a bad Diddy project. Yeah, he yeah. said something. Well, Forever was pretty bad. He said something in hey. I forget what interview it was that made me think it was. Um, he said something about how he he's his most creative when he's heartbroken. And I started thinking that's about, everybody. right, no, like he said that, like he's not inspired unless he's heartbroken. That's what he said. That's and I was like, in life, I was like, huh. And I started thinking and I was like, damn, like all the major hits, a lot of the major hits that we got from Diddy, he was going through something, at least publicly. Yeah. So like the shit with J-Lo, we got, um, I, I need, need a girl, girl and Biggie, I'll be missing Biggie, you. missing you. Like, so I was yeah, like, yeah. So right now, yeah, he lost Andre, Andre Harrell and- yeah. So he was like, and for that, actually, Andre Harrell like Kim Porter. Yeah, he was like, just from these two losses, he's forever inspired now because those are two of his biggest losses, mm-hmm. like at least personally. Besides, and I was besides like, losing damn. his mother or like his kids, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and I was like, damn, that's that's interesting because I wonder how Mace feel about this album. Him and Mace, him, he, I watched his Club interview. He said him and Mace are good. Mace was supposed to come to the MTV Awards, but Mace couldn't. Um, they couldn't schedule. They couldn't get the schedules right, but he said him and Mace are fine. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, man. Nah, Rez, I just wanted you to, you know, just talk. You just wanted to you know, talk I, about the week. In all honesty, like in all honesty, get, when I saw this album and I said, you know what? I'm getting to this shit. You know? But you're right. It's good to check in with right, your friends. Cool. You know? Mental health is a major thing, too. <laughs> I'm not joking, though. <laughs> no, it, <laughs> yeah, it's a fact. It's a fact. Yeah, man. But no, I'm ready to get into this but, project. Um, but yes, so we'll get into the album itself. Um, like I said, compilation album, Cruel Summer, 2012, September. Um, how did you feel about this rollout? Um, well, this was off the heels of um, the Good Friday releases and mm-hmm. um, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. And Watch yes, the Throne. And Watch the Throne, Yes. So, you know, there was anticipation there and like we were constantly getting updates about it, right? So I guess for me, my thing was is I was just like, all right, we're hearing so much music, we're hearing so many um songs. When I saw the track list, I was pretty let down. Yeah. Six of the songs we already we heard them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was just three. I remember I heard like New God Flow like around like fourth of Yo. July. Like they right. 
And like so, Ghostface wasn't even on. Yeah, and they yeah. and then they put him on there. Right. So there were there were already six songs that we heard. So then I was just like, all right, these songs better be amazing. And then my other issue was, um, I'm just going to say this: the song "Cold," I, I like. It really pissed me off. Like I was just mad. Like I don't give a fuck. Like what Kanye had to say to him, I should have got Jay kicking off team, all that shit. To this day, that shit makes me mad. I was I had so much secondhand embarrassment by that shit. I was like, yo, bro, like he's fucking Chris Humphreys. Like who gives a fuck? Why are you talking about him? Mm-hmm. Like the bar about Pete, you know, about his mace dragging on the floor. Tell Peter my mate. Like that was pretty clever. That was cool. I liked. It. I like how he flipped the mace on um, verse and everything like that. But mm-hmm. when this, when I was, I was disappointed before I even heard the project. Mm. I agree with him with Cole. I have rap, rappers, I need to stop dissing like role players because like it's not cool. Yeah. Like, I was listening to Lobster and Strip the other day, and like Jay Z was like, "Y'all can't, <laughs> y'all on the game, but y'all can't ball like Chicago." Said I'm like, "Bro, why are you talking about Luke Longley, bro? Like nobody cares about Luke Longley. Like he, he's good. He's good for one of those like one of those niche singers. Yeah. Um, I think for me, it didn't bother me as much that like I had heard a good amount of the album before it dropped. I just wanted to see how it would be sequenced and how he would work all these other artists into the album um, for what we did get. But the album the album is so short that it's like, like bro, like y'all got all these creatives, y'all got all these people um, on the team that we don't hear from enough. And, you know, at the time he was really championing Saha. Um, and we just didn't get enough of these people on here. It's just, And um, we're talking off camera about like how there's a bunch of good songs on this project, but then when you listen to it as an album, it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. I feel like the album right. was also like just rush. Like they should have like waited. Yeah, it was a rush. It was a it was a rush album, and you can tell because if I'm not mistaken, this run, the runtime of this project and the runtime of my people with Dark Twisted Fantasy is the same. So I think that there were so many songs that got scrapped because um. Cuddy said that he turned in a bunch of songs and Kanye didn't use any of them. Yeah. So that was like a problem, right? And then Kanye had, they said they, they the rumor is that Kanye has over um, 34 verses for, for, um, for Mercy. <laughs> like, there's like, like from different people. Like, there's like, like, like you, like, if there's a rapper, you name it, he, there's a verse for that shit That's that true. Kanye just has, Mike Dean just has on, on a, on a hard drive. So sense. like, Kanye just couldn't decide on shit. Like he kept changing his mind. Um, there's an interview where um Big Sean was talking about like the process of doing it. And like Big Sean would like he would give it to him and Big Sean was like, oh shit, this is my song. And then Kanye would cut it down. And like the Big Sean would like say he would be mad, like, damn, here this nigga come yeah. about to change like, you know, cause he know like Kanye gonna change stuff and be like, yo, you know what? Or like he'll just take a bar that you said and make it the hook. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, he he'll said just that on do that. Chess, I believe too. Like it was plenty of times like in the yeah. studio. He'll say like something and then he's like, all right, yeah, we're gonna use that. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. and then it's just like you just be like, damn, like why, why? I, you know, you just don't want to do that. Yeah, like you gotta That's think insane. about it. Like and he's selling it to everybody, like yo, going up like to like Jada Kids Fab, like all these different rappers like giving them the spiel. Like, I think you're the greatest of all time. The same speech that he gives Pusha T all the time. Well, you see it Pusha yeah. T. Like <laughs> you see. He's just saying like all this shit and like basically like I just think that like if we already heard Mercy for the the and we already heard Mercy for the uh for for Good Fridays, mm-hmm. then why do we gotta 
hear that version again on the album. Why you couldn't just give us different verses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you mean to tell me? But he was in his bag of doing that though. Like we got the same shit with um, with uh, with with my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Like we heard a, a good chunk of those songs. Before. That was different. Why? Because that album was fucking amazing. amazing. Yeah, I, I still got the Hype Williams. Ver- I still got the Hype Williams version on my on my laptop. The My Beautiful Twisted Dark Pregnancy. Oh yeah, yeah. It's annoying though because it kept saying this coffee is for Hype Williams. <laughs> this like every like between like every like fifteen seconds. This coffee is for Hype Williams, but I still like listen to it because like he starts the album off for the Hype Williams version with like mm-hmm. Hell of a Life, and I was like. This is a Kanye thing. Like yeah, this yeah, is yeah. like a perfection. Yeah. Did did you guys like um see the the um the movie that he put out for it? I didn't see the movie for it. It's on YouTube. Okay, but it sucks because it's like it's meant to be seen it on a separate screen. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like you don't get the full experience of it, but like you see how it looks on the seven screen experience, and like it premiered in Canes and all that shit. Which I also think is funny is that like they did the movie before the album was finished. So he, they didn't know what the music was going to sound like. Yeah, bro. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, his problem, you got to remember at this time, like, he was starting his clothing line. There was a bunch of stuff that he was doing. So I forgot that when he was making this album, he was interning in Italy with Virgil for a clothing line. So, like, that also was, like, the, the problem is that, like, he was being spread too thin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was really obvious that music was on the back burner when he, um, when he was doing this album, yeah, but that 2008 to like 14 run of him is just like it's pretty interesting because yeah. like yeah, it's was, it's duality in it, but it's like mm-hmm. us as like well, super music fans. A, yeah, it's there's like a, yo, we want music. You giving us clothes. There's an interview where he he talks yeah he, where he talks about like he, he never wanted a label. He never wanted to be an executive, and I think the problem is is that like he was just you know kind of like going with the flow and doing what he thought he was supposed to do, mm-hmm. and from that. Mm-hmm we got a bunch of things that like he just didn't care about. Like I really do believe like somebody said this and it was a really funny, I forgot who said it. Rock Nation, I mean, right, not Rock Nation. Good music, there is no office for good music. I could see that. They, there's no office, there's no, there's, no, there's no place that you call, like no. Like it's just like everybody calls and get, comes to the studio and Kanye says come to the studio. Good music is, good, good music was Def Jam. Yeah. I think Tiana had to like you had to like go through like emails and stuff. No, French Montana. He oh, well, at that time know. because that was when you know because of the Taylor Swift situation, like situation, like he went off the grid, mm-hmm. so he didn't have a cell phone. So if you wanted to talk to him, you had to email him. Because mm-hmm. like French was like he was signing good music, but I'm like emailing you every yeah. single day. <laughs> yeah, French a hood nigga. He not gonna do that. I'm not emailing you when I just want to talk to you. But um, so you did mention we already mentioned off top about um. That we expected more from this album, nonetheless. But mm-hmm. do you have any highlights on it besides? Like- no, the only highlights are the, are the six songs that we heard originally. So that would be "Click," that would be "Mercy," um, "New God Flow." Um, yeah, both versions mm-hmm. of "New God Flow," right? Um, "Mercy." I said "Mercy." Okay. Um, I don't like. Um, uh, oh, higher with I like with higher. Mace. Yeah. yeah, higher with Mace was something that like I, I that I enjoyed. So, um, and Sin City was cool. Sin City was pretty cool. I like it. Sin City sounds super current too. Like I was listening to it and I was like, damn, this kind of sounds like some shit that could well, be on Utopia. Well, because what that led to the song? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's you, you, yeah, you, you, Travis Scott, mm-hmm. you know, song or whatever. Sound, like, like it sounds, but like you, you're you know not supposed to be on Al Farrell. 
Oh yeah? yeah. Okay, that makes sense. But it's like it legit sounds like the pocket that he's in right now for Utopia. I think I think the like the reason why we didn't get Utopia back then was because we got Jesus. Yeah. He had to wait. Yeah, we had yeah. Yeah, we had to wait. Yeah, that that makes sense. That makes sense. Um. Okay, so I do agree with y'all. There, what about? How do y'all feel about to the world with um with oh. Tiana and? <laughs> the worst. That's the that's. I'll be honest with you. I know that people say "Drunken Hot Girls" is the worst Kanye West song ever. To the world is the worst Kanye West song ever made. Yeah, that song is bad. This song sucks. Drunk Out Girls sound like an Eminem song. You only live I I can I can what I'm saying I can enjoy Drunk and Hot Girls. Like I find I think it's funny and fits the album. This to the world shit. What the fuck is like? Why like at this time having R. Kelly open your album was not a flex. Mm-hmm. He could have got the dream. He could have got Charlie Wilson. Yeah. Like he had the dream of Charlie Wilson in his back pocket at this time. Mm-hmm. Shit. Jeremiah's from fucking Chicago. Call Jeremiah. You could have got anybody to sing this shit, bro. Yeah. <laughs> could have called Darnell Jones for all that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you want to flex? From, like, he from Chicago, too. <laughs> bro, like, all I'm saying is that, like, he had options and he chose to go with all fucking Kelly. I'm not even, like, obviously, like, he's in jail. He deserves to be in jail. But I'm saying, like, this is, I'm, I'm even saying, like, at this time, it wasn't cool. And this was before, like, the, the trial started. Mm-hmm. Like, Nobody gave a fuck about R. Kelly in 2012. Everybody was listening to his old shit, but it was not a flex to have R. Kelly on your project. This was just, this was just like some a Chicago niggas still being looking up to looking up to the R. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you made that song big. That's why I got you on here. This song sucks. Yeah, yeah I, listened, I listened to it one time, and I remember like my homie Kwame. Um, he like kept playing, like kept quoting, like he's like R. Kelly and the God of Rap, and I was like, bro, don't ever play this song. <laughs> also, <laughs> this song has ten producers. Crap. This song has ten producers on it. <laughs> yeah, that's Kanye. Like, I need that little part right there. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I'm gonna give you credit. <laughs> um, elsewhere, okay, who do you think was the biggest disappointment on this album? Well, it wasn't his. It wasn't. It wasn't his fault. But um, Cuddy, Cuddy's contribution to this project, because in my eyes, I I know that John Legend was looked at as the flagship artist of good music, mm-hmm. but he wasn't a part of the good music sound. He wasn't a part of the feeling of good music. Kid Cuddy was, like he he drove the sound home of. Well, why good, would you say? John Legend wasn't a part of I think John of the Legend dropped sound. an album that year. Too. I didn't know. I said that like his sound, like because like he sounded like he sounded like a fucking church choir all the time. I just, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not talking about now. I'm talking about like up until this point. Like when you hear good, when you hear when you hear a John Legend album, you don't think good music. You think John Legend. Yeah. When I hear Kid Cudi, I thought I thought oh shit, Kanye West. Like I'm like anticipating it. It just gave me the feeling of good music. I guess. For me, you, it's too, when you it's heard too, I, I used to love you, I used to love too, you in all different that. eras because I used to love you. You can hear that and still liken that to something like Jesus Walks and from that time frame. Well, I mean, he, yeah, it he was sang all on Jesus. He, and it he was, sang on Jesus Walks, but I'm just saying when I heard John Legend, who I thoroughly enjoy and mm-hmm. I love, I love his second album and I love Get Lifted. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like Kid Cudi, Kid Cudi's good music. Yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. Like basically, it's like. Perception, like when you I get what he's, he's, I get what he's saying too, but I think it's just they're both, they're both very pivotal, and I'm glad you brought it up actually because it was gonna get to my next point. They're both pivotal for good music in different eras. So like, 
John Legend was pivotal for good music in like 04, 05 because you had Common, you had niggas that was like 28 years old wearing Kango hats. And that was in that time frame. That was that was John Legend. John Legend was in that time frame. Um, Talib Kweli, all of that. So like he was part of that. And then you get to the 2010s. Kid Cudi is like part of like the the facelift of good music. Like he's very in into the, into that part. Yeah, Cudi brought in a new like generation of yeah, fans. Yeah, or, like, I think I think they're both different generations of good music. Yeah, but it was still a letdown. I I thought you would hear more Cudi stuff because yeah. remember eight oh eight to the Heartbreaks came out like like what three oh eight yeah oh eight yeah. so it's like you expecting to see them work more but, yeah yeah and like well, Cudi <clears throat> work with more of the new artists like Sean pushing it's just mm-hmm. like. I don't think they all have like I don't think they only got one song with all of them on the album. Like all of them. On which album? On Crusoe. I think they all on like one song together. Not even. No, no, there's nothing with everybody. One song. Yeah. Like they I think in the Mercy video it was it was a majority of them all together. But yeah. like that's about it. Like, but that's I guess I just felt like K Cuddy, K Cuddy was was the most popular kid. Mm-hmm. In the room amongst all of them, whatever, like yeah. that. If Kanye's the principal, Kid Cudi was the coolest kid in the room, and it just felt like, damn, like why, like I, like I'm pretty sure Cudi thought that he was going to be heavily featured on the pod. This is the first compilation album for mm-hmm. good music. Mm-hmm. It's like if you like, just imagine like being a Rockefeller and like bleaking like beads only got one song. On yeah, like, yeah, that'd be crazy. Like, why? <laughs> like you made mm-hmm. a big deal of like. Yeah. And then Creepers just didn't belong. Creepers sounded like a throwaway track from Man on the Moon. Mm-hmm. So it just it just didn't fit. And then the other song that he was featured on, it was just like, okay, thanks. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it seemed like Kanye was like, all right, I'm done playing with this toy. I got Travis Scott. He's my new toy. Mm-hmm. Pusha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got Pusha or whatever like that. And like, I honestly, truthfully have like a theory that this project was the beginning of the end of good music. The minute that Kid Cudi got mad and said that he was leaving good music, that was it. This late, the label was done. So yeah, look, yeah, I, yeah, that's how it happened. Yeah, that was very right. symbolic. Yeah, very mm-hmm. symbolic. But yeah, um, um, but yeah, okay. Made them, so they, they crumbled. That's a that's a good point. Yeah, I think like Tory um, Tory Lanez pop said, "Rock Nation will crumble." That's what Kid <laughs> Cudi said. He said, "How dare you not put me on more tracks? Good music, you will crumble." You will crumble. It's crazy. And then like common. He put Raekwon on, like, on back-to-back albums. Yeah, like, like, yeah. he was really... Like, like, when Kanye is in that era with some shit, he really, really is in that era. But he, he's in he, that he been, like... I remember when he did, like, the face-off of 50, he was mm-hmm. like... I'm a, like a big like New York rap fan, but like I love Raekwon. Like mm-hmm. that's who I used to listen to like, yeah, back I mean, in my career. He said the same mm-hmm. shit about Lloyd Banks. Mm-hmm. Lloyd Banks is my favorite rapper, <laughs> yeah. and and Banks was hype. Nah, but yeah. I believe that Kanye likes like a lot of like music that he doesn't make. Yeah, right? yeah, because it gets to put mm-hmm. him in that bag. I think I think that's dope though. I think that I think that a lot of artists should mm-hmm. uh, should do that. Like mm-hmm. they should. Like people that like the music, they should be inspired. But like the music that they make, you know, it's cooler when like they, what they listen to is completely different. Like I would love to find out that like Kurt Franklin like like absolutely like loves Ghostface Killer. That'd be fire. That'd, That'd be, be fire. fire. All we found out from him is that he has a porn addiction. <laughs> yeah. Kurt Franklin. No, we found out more. Yeah. We found, he's a, he's, he's, he's that's a crazy father. Be good to your kids. Yeah, that's true. So, we did about that. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yeah. Also, Bliss doesn't fit on this album. No, it doesn't. The placement is so bad. Um, and it's too happy. Poor Tiana Taylor, man. 
I remember this girl, she was like a big MF2 fan. She was like, I would love for MF2 to be on this album. I was like, nah, buddy. That's so specific. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Like, she wanted him on this album? Yeah, like, I don't think Doom wants to be on anything. Nah. Doom Doom is all the way good off this. And it's um, like, also when Doom was like anti-America when they were like back in. What do y'all think? What do y'all think went wrong with um with Saha the Prince? Because like you well, know, around this time frame, I, I'll tell you exactly what happened. But, yeah, but finish. I'm sorry. Around this time frame, like you know, obviously, even coming off of my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, he was supposed to be like that next guy, and then he dropped the um, no dope on Sundays, which was like really well received at the time around that time frame. Um, but it kind of just went hands off. Like he did a lot of writing for Kanye, and and then we just didn't really hear anything else. Like I don't even know what he's up to these days. So. Well, to my understanding, the problem is that, like, originally he signed a deal with the Dream and Tricky Stewart. Mm-hmm. And that's how, like, he met Kanye. And he and he came on board, like, as, like, a writer. And then the problem was is that Kanye signed him to Good Music and it was through Def Jam. And they were telling him, like, yo, you from Atlanta. Like, why you don't make songs like Migos and all these other dudes? And he was like, because I like to really rap. So that became, like, a problem. So he, eventually, like, he asked for a release because everything that he turned in wasn't working. Mm-hmm. And... Then once like he got a like you know so basically it was like all right well you can't you can't still like you know you're you're just gonna be like left you're gonna be off good music you're gonna be off that and he was like well I still like have like a production deal so like I'll just work with Kanye and that through that way and then like he just decided that he was gonna just like just move just separate himself just separate himself and I was trying I was kind of looking forward to what he was gonna put out but yeah nothing it just didn't go anywhere. Yeah, he should have just t- never told people where he was from. That was the problem. If people would have lied and said, yo, I'm from Jersey, they probably would have just left him alone and not tried to dig where he's from. <laughs> um, I know Cruel Winter was supposed to come after this. And there was like a little like people rallying for that album and it never came out. And then later on, you know, as we know it, good music is kind of just not a thing anymore. Tori made me remember this. This is just like, when were Child Rebel Soldiers supposed to be a thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. that's what good music was to me, too. Mm-hmm. Like, great music, great singles, like, to, mm-hmm. like, get us, like, like hype. Yeah, but, they like, put out you know, a song during um, Good Friday. Yeah, I'm like, bro, this is not going to work. Because, mm-hmm. like, you're having, like, so much people... Kanye is already a guy that wants to do his own thing. Mm-hmm. And there's only so much that, like, everybody wants to be their own individual. I'm mm-hmm. talking about good music, too. Like, all of them probably have their own aspiration, like, to drop an album, go on tour, and it's like, yeah. you got to wait on him yeah. while he's doing 40 different things, mm-hmm. which is, which all, like, help, like, the, like, the, like, culture in general. But it's like, Kanye moved, Kanye moves to, like, his own drum. It's like how Alchem, like, People talk about alchemists when like they record with like alchemists like you can record with alchemists but you're not gonna hear like mm-hmm. the final product until alchemists like until they, he's ready yeah. yeah so it's like that you, that collective like we all had high hopes I had high hopes I can't who do y'all who do y'all think benefited the most from being associated with good music Travis. two chains I think so and too. he wasn't even signed to the label yeah that's why I said associated because yeah he wasn't he wasn't signed um, I don't think no, I don't think Travis Travis Scott was gonna be Travis Scott with Kanye West or not. He was fine. Like he had to deal, he had to deal Yeah, Kanye with, benefited from Travis Scott. Yeah, tra- yeah. I don't I don't think that him having a Kanye West cosign mattered. Like I think Travis Scott was gonna be Travis Scott no matter what. Like, cause he had a grand hustle, he had the grand, grand hustle, hustle deal already. Yeah, and then, then getting the production deal with like that's what people get it mixed up. He was on a T.I.'s label. 
as an artist. Mm-hmm. So, and T.I. literally just let him do what he wanted. Like, T.I. was like, I'm not going to get in your way. Like, be free. Just send me my fucking money. That's what, that's what like, people should do. Like, you know, like, you see somebody talented, like, let them do their thing. Just let them do their thing. Some some people need their hands, they handheld, but, like, Travis comes from, like, a musical background. DJ Premier, like, was one of his mentors. So, it's mm-hmm. like, what do you know? That, yeah, it's just <laughs> fucking cheapo. <laughs> but, um, I could, I could also say, like, definitely, like, Big Sean, because, I mean, like, Big Sean wasn't, he was like not no disrespect, but like he was a complete no, nobody. Like he didn't he didn't have like he wasn't it's not like he was like buzzing in Detroit or anything like that before like Kanye signed him. It was like Kanye signed him and then like immediately they started putting money into him and he put out well putting marketing into him. Let me yeah. just say that because we all know Big Sean he, he you know his advance <laughs> wasn't shit. Yeah, but like you know like he there was a push behind him marketing wise where like he was put in a position to basically. Like, we were supposed to know him. Like, they put money behind it to make sure that we were supposed to know who Big Sean was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even the project, it was called You Know Big Sean. Yeah. yeah. The Get You Some video. Mm-hmm. Kind of yeah. And um, and he put he put all of that up himself, but he just used the association um, to kind of, like, further himself. But yeah, I find the famous era was pretty interesting. Too. Yeah. Like, he really worked was. his way up. I'll say this. Out of all of them, he probably, like, didn't. Like, he had, like, more to prove than everyone, like, for sure. He definitely like, did, yeah. Because, like, Cuddy, Cuddy dropped on um, Man in the Moon 1 and 2, and, like, it was... Like, Cuddy, yeah. Cuddy, Cuddy was just... Cult like five. Like, I, like, it just, it just is crazy, like, I, because I worked in Soho around this time, like, he was working in Soho, and when his mixtape dropped, and um, what store was it at, that, that the, um, the Plain Pat project that he had was out? What store, uh, was it... Bape, yeah, okay. No, he worked at Bape. Bape, it was a Bape. This mixtape was sponsored by Bape as well. A kid named Cuddy. Yeah, no, I know he worked at Bape, but like I forgot what. I don't know. I think it's was it was it A Life. Either A Life or Clientel. I know because like I think I think it was at A Life, if I'm not mistaken. But like A Life was pushing like a lot of like local artists. Yeah. So if I'm not mistaken, I know Kirkson Castle did like push this project too. And um. I just remember like hearing the buzz around it, and then next thing you know, we find out like he's getting signed to, to Kanye's label and all that shit. Like it was just, it was like things like happened like it happened like a week. Yeah, like because I know remember he was on like Vashi's vlog. Yeah, and then, yeah. <laughs> next yeah. you know, like I'm like, oh, the dude. Okay, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, thank you, Danny. Fact checker, Danny. Um, t- it was the a kid named Cuddy was sponsored by Ten Deep. Yes. Yeah. 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 Clean up, man. Yeah. Um. But no, like we do, I, I would say Pusha kind of, um, Pusha definitely benefited a lot from his association with Good because it kind of gave him, it gave people a chance to see him as a solo artist finally because of his association and people got a chance to like see him doing shit on his own and how much he was tied into Kanye's like sound at that time. I, I remember they did that Funk Flex freestyle. <laughs> yeah, they was they was. That was like the last good Funk Flex freestyle to me. Like, there's been some good ones. That's not true. Black yeah, there's been bro. some good ones. Black Thought that was Royce. legendary. Black Thought, huh? Tyler Creators. I don't remember. I don't Royces. remember Royces. Yeah. I, I remember actually Bronsons. I don't like Black Thought. Yeah. Black Thought and Tyler the Creators are the two that stand out to me that I remember. What made you first? I don't remember Cams either. Yeah, I'm so, I'm sorry. Cause Black Thoughts because like it it was it was like, like what he did, shelter. and then Tyler's because like it was like oh, it was shocking. Oh yeah, they have. Um, but yeah, there's been there's been some good ones. There's been some really notable ones. But um, 
overall, we have picked our highlights from this album. And uh, question, yeah, who has the best verse on Mercy? Go ahead. No, no, you go. <laughs> yeah, you go. Um, it's easily two chains, man. Two chain. They crafted that for him to have the best verse. Um, when when two chains, I remember two chains talked about it. He said when he submitted his verse and he heard the song, it obviously wasn't crafted the way that he thought it would be. Even the build up to his verse, like that all wasn't there. Um, so when he heard it, he was like, oh shit. Like they like ISO'd him. Like he was like the, you know, he championed that song. Like that, the way he came on, his flow, his cadence, the beat switch, fire. Like Cuddy, it all Cuddy heard that verse and said, I'm fucking out of here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause like the way the song song is like it goes like from Sean mm-hmm. to Pusha to Ye to mm-hmm. to Chase. So that's how like the like the like from worst verse to best verse. Yeah, like, yeah. To it just all it just all flowed. Like the structure of it was perfect. Do you disagree? No, I agree wholeheartedly. Because like I was like, man, Kyrie, like, like, oh. And then next thing though, I was like, I heard like two chains going. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, horsepower, horsepower. Yeah. So, All this polo on. And I, I wear a lot of polo. <laughs> so I felt that. So he felt that. He yeah, felt that. I don't so, polo right now. <laughs> um, so I guess I guess I'll take Reg's. Which, what was y'all impression? Like, so what, what was the lasting effect? Like, do you guys go back to this album? Do you guys revisit it? No, not at all. Every now and then, um, Every now and then, for whatever reason, I'll think about higher and I'll put it on sometimes just to just to hear it because it's so random. It's such a random song. Cause um, Louis, cause Louis yeah, you know, just just to hear it and um and just to hear Mace rap again and Cocaine Eighties. You know, remember Cocaine Eighties? We're supposed to get so much more <laughs> yes. from them. Yeah. But it's nice to hear every now and then. But I don't visit this album. Hell no. I'm gonna be real, like. On the way here was like my first time in like five years. Yeah, it, it's a, it's a, it's different. Like it'll just take you back to that time from when it came out. But Givenchy, yeah, it's it's not an essential listen. It was, it was very Gordy time. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I was I go back to I don't like and Mercy and, and Click mm-hmm. a lot. Those three songs are like heavily in my rotation of songs just because like I always have a, a Jay Z, Kanye kind of playlist in my rotation. Like, because I've gotten into, like, making playlists a lot. Mm-hmm. I, even made, I even made, like, album covers and shit. But uh, <laughs> um, that's, like, been my thing. But, yeah, like, I don't I don't revisit this project. This project was just extremely disappointing to me, and I'm I'm ready to rate this shit because this album, this album pissed me off, boy. I can't lie. Like, I was very impressed with Jay-Z's verse on Click. On Click? Yeah. It was a good like, verse. Like, hearing it, like, in a car, like, it, mm-hmm. it was, like, I was, like, yeah. The beat, everything. But it's like it's. Hit I don't be shocked like with like Jay Z raps on other people's song. Yeah. Like, like my little cousin, they I played I played um blackout the other day for him, and he was like, like he's like the Jay Z guy, like he could really rap. <laughs> the Jay Z guy. <laughs> I was like, damn, not the Jay Z guy. Like we really in the dark time. Yo, it's different, <laughs> like, man. Like, the Jay Z guy. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta do our part, man. That's we gotta do our part. We just gotta, we just gotta pass shit down that we fuck with. I know um, Torian um, very frequently gives uh, his little brother Thomas things to listen to. That's like shit that we just have to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then in turn, he'll put you on to what he listens to. Yeah, like little Tyler. 
Yeah, La Tyler. La Tyler out oh, here. Bro, put me on the baby Kim when we was like, like right before lockdown. Like, mm-hmm. he's, well, well, this is good. Like, the production yeah. is good. I was like, the rap song is okay. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, this is Kendrick Cousin. I was like, all right, I'll listen yeah. to it. The Hillbillies. I just never want none of my family members that are younger not knowing what the fuck they talking about in music conversations. Yeah. Um, I don't want a music conversation to come up and they at school and they like, I have nothing to contribute to this. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, but, yeah, let's get into ratings. Uh, Mo, why don't you kick it off? What you think? I'm real. I give it two waffles. Just yeah. off the fact of like the interviewing, the way I like, uh-huh. they basically said like, yo, we got Jada Kiss on this album, mm-hmm. Chief Chief, um, all different types of features. Mm-hmm. Like there was on a Breakfast Club, like like Champion, this mm-hmm. like it was Sean, Pusha, Tiana, Taylor. There's like we were all in the studio, and yeah. I was like, I was like, all right, man, this is this like, is this gonna be yeah, it, yeah, like <laughs> like I mean. At that, at, this is like the time of like where people was really doing interviews. Mm-hmm. So it was like back back in the days, like you just hear Angie and you hear the artists like, yeah, I work with this producer. We got a couple joints and mm-hmm. that's it. But they, I seen like visual like make sure I was like, yeah, I was I was locked in. You know, I'm fresh off my album. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, all right, bro, we gonna see. And then I heard like <laughs> the first song. I was like, it's a no for me, dog. Yeah, yeah. And then I got obviously we got to click. We heard click already, and then the next song was the Godfather that we mm-hmm. heard. Call my yo, bro. Why you? Why? Why is the song placement? Yeah. Good Friday. And, yeah. And then it I is. was like, this is underwhelming. Then I got to like the end of the album. I was like, take this shit away from me. Like I'm good. <laughs> like bro. never again. Good. Yeah. So you going with a two? What about you? Two two waffles out of five. That's okay. One. I could go lower, but I mean, I actually like I six songs do. on the album, mm-hmm. so it's like that's that, that just crazy. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. Um, so yeah, I think it's a two all around. I think so. We talked about this off mic as well, of like how, you know, you got 12 tracks here, but funny enough, we do like six of them. But then as an album, I'm not I'm not discrediting it discrediting it because I heard some of these already. I'm discrediting it for the flow of it. So like I can hear, I can already hear six songs. That's fine. But then how does everything else flow in this album? And that's the problem, um, I think, for me. And um, and how for compilation albums, I look for togetherness and like some camaraderie. And I don't get that on this album at all. Like, I don't get no camaraderie. I feel like all of these people were shoehorned in to this album. Um, and they just all happen to share the same label. That's it. It felt like an AU team. Yeah, it like, just didn't. It didn't. It didn't flow together like, at all. That's what it felt like. like. We just got a bunch of songs from people, and it's just something that Kanye promised to do, so he did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I think I think we're all good at it too. So, um, but guys, watchers, listeners, uh, if you haven't listened to this album, don't. I don't know if I encourage yeah. you to do well, it. it a tour, but don't. if your curiosity gets the best of you and you listen to it, let us know what you think. I'm First Class Reg. I'm Torian B. And we're out of here. Catch you next time. On the stand today. Dun dun.